The following episode was recorded unedited, unscripted, and for mature audiences only. Hey, what's up? I'm Adam Adam, and welcome to another episode of Modern Magical Meddling. We are five deep, my friends. This is episode five. Thank you guys so much for being along on this journey with me. I am having a great time, super appreciating the feedback and how much you guys are enjoying this with me. I'm just super grateful. Thank you guys so much. So five deep into this. Yes, we've got some emails to get to. We've got some shit to talk about. Before we get started, though, I would like to address the elephant in the room. Um, the world's a crazy place right now, guys. And um, with everything going on in in, uh, in Texas and here in, in Florida and uh, Ukraine, obviously, there's a lot, of, a lot of things going on in the world, a lot of tension, a lot of chaos. And um, what can we do, right? What can you do? Well, for starters, we can educate ourselves. We can try to understand. Honestly, a lot of allyship is shutting the fuck up and trying to understand. It's not listening to talk, but listening to understand. Um, I have a hard time with all of these people that that stitch videos with marginalized communities like LGBTQ or people of color or the black community or whatever, and they they ally for them over their thing. Like you didn't let them talk. This isn't for you to talk. It's for other people to talk and you for you to listen and not give your opinion. It's just for you to fucking listen. So pet peeves. Anyway, so um, what can we do, right? Well, once a month, I do charity nights at the last Monday of every month. Uh, this past month, we did a kind of memorial thing for our recently passed puppy, Benjamin, and we raised $2,000 for the ASPCA in a couple hours. Um, really, really awesome. And thank you all very much if you contributed and, and attended that and donated. Thank you so kindly. Um, really great cause. So uh, going forward, I decided that with a platform the size of, of mine and, and you know, once a month isn't going to do it. It's not going to do it for me. It's not going to be enough for me to feel like, you know, I've done what I could. So every Monday, every Monday Night Live, there's going to be a button to donate to one cause or another. Um, this Monday, it's going to be an LGBTQ plus cause. It's going to be the Trevor Project with everything going on with the trans community uh, with Texas and the, and the Don't Say Gay thing in uh, Florida here, which is super disheartening being a member of the queer community in this state. Um, the Trevor Project is the number one uh, suicide prevention organization for the LGBTQ plus uh, community. So very near and dear to my heart. And Monday, they're the button that we're going to have for donations. So if you're enjoying the live and everything, uh, please donate to a good cause. I greatly appreciate it. And then uh, beyond that, I'll be looking for uh, proper channels and resources for us to donate to uh, things happening in, happening in Ukraine as well. So um yeah, just, just some things we can do. I just decided that once a month wasn't enough for me, so all the lives going forward, if you see me live at Disney or Universal or walking around a theme park, there's going to be a donate button. I'm not going to go live without there being some kind of methodology of us spreading the love and, and getting people some help. So especially when that's what I do for a living, right? I help people. I, we talk about it. We make people aware. We, we share. It's a safe space. And, and I'd like to try to make other people feel safe as well, even if it's just by donation or, or just awareness that this is a thing. So feel free to look for that on the lives. And thank you guys again uh, for your previous donations to all of the charity nights that we've done in the past. Um, let's fucking do it. Let's get to it. So we've got a lot of shit to go over today. A lot of uh, really awesome emails. Um, today's deck is new. Um, I've got a new tarot deck that I busted out for you guys. Um, I've been using it for the past couple days. I think I got this one at MegaCon, maybe, or 
Spooky Empire, something, Holiday Mots, I don't know. I got it at a fucking con and um, it's been on my shelf for a minute and I haven't used it or done anything with it, but it's called uh, The Shadowland Tarot uh, by Monica, butchering last names, Monica Badersky, B-O-D-I-R-S-K-Y, Badersky, maybe, I don't know, Monica B., Um, I'm going to read you some about the author from the back of this book. Monica B. is a first-generation Canadian artist, author, educator, root-working witch, and professional tarot reader with over 40 40 years of experience and spiritual training. Informed by a familial Scandinavian and Northern Eastern and Romani European gift for seership and folk magic, she is passionate about making creative tools that foster awareness and help people build bridges between the seen and unseen realms. That was all... Oh, that was two sentences. I was like, that was one giant sentence. Nope, uh, two sentences. Anyway, uh, very lovely. Really enjoy the artwork. Really enjoy the style of this deck. It's Again, it's called Shadowland Tarot. So it has this kind of macabre element to it. But the word Shadowland kind of, in my mind, refers more to like a theme park element here. That all of the colors of the of the cards are very very vibrant. There's a lot of colorful imagery. It's not dark, as you might expect something called Shadowland to be. The back of the card is this very yellow, uh, bright yellow image with a couple of bats, and then the sides of the deck are even like golden sheened. So it's really pretty for something that kind of looks like a Tim Burton Nightmare Before Christmas kind of stylistic art. Um, a very Ronald Dahl kind of style artwork here. But I'm a big fan. I hope you guys like it over the live. Tomorrow, we're going to use it tonight uh, or today as well for the pod. So, uh, yeah, let's get started. We've got some emails. So, right out of the gate. Oh, and if you guys are interested in, in uh, providing a topic or a uh, question for the podcast to get a potential reading, you can email modernmagicalmeddling at gmail.com. All right. Hey, Madam Adam, so stoked about your podcast and can't wait to listen. I have a concern or question that's been on my mind as of late, and maybe it will resonate with you. I've been reading tarot for myself every day for several years now, four to five, but recently have not felt drawn or interested in working with tarot or my cards. In longer explanation, I went through some very rough years where the cards were needed as guidance and reassurance, and towards the end of last year, things improved dramatically, and I have not felt as much of a need to, quote, consult the cards, end quote, as it were. But I miss my daily ritual and would like to get back to a place of diving into what the cards have to say, now in a time of abundance versus lack. Um, I'm curious if you've ever had this happen to you, and if so, what did you do? What would you recommend doing to reconnect and get back into it? Thanks so much for looking for. Thanks so much, and looking forward to hearing who you meddle with. All the best, Mackenzie. Thank you, Mackenzie. What a great question, my love. I absolutely resonate with this. I've always found that tarot in my life has come and gone uh, very fluidly. I had an ex-boyfriend um, in college who got me a deck of tarot cards, and when we moved, they kind of just vanished, and I couldn't find them, and I accepted that they kind of walked away, and that I must not have needed them, them at that time, and then I would buy another deck, or someone else would buy me a deck, and then they would kind of come and go, and come and go, and as tarot came into my life, I figured that was when I needed it, and when it went away, I must have not needed it at that time. Similarly with COVID, I remember getting busting out the tarot cards for Halloween to kind of put on the table for decoration. I know, blasphemy. And um, something about that felt really wrong, obviously. And um, the cards looked at me like, don't you fucking dare. And I was like, my bad, my bad. And I like got back into it. And that's where this career came from was that instance of getting back into it. Um, but yeah, I do. I definitely understand what you're saying. Um, coming to it with, with abundance instead of a lack 
it's just so true that we go to church when we need something. You go to spirit when you need something, when you're lost, when you want guidance is typically what you go for um, religiously or spiritually, tarot, mass, church, whatever. But um, I will say what I have done. I, I mean, I'm going to be real. I love my life. I, I love what I do. I'm happily married. I'm madly in love with my husband, still super attracted to him. Um, family life is, is really nice with some, some, some problems, but doable and, and still loving. Um, but, but yeah, I'm happy and there's not really anything wrong. So I use the tarot as just a kind of daily guidance. Like, Hey, what do I need to look out for today? What's, what's the guidance today? What's the, what's the mantra today? What's the, uh, what's the direction? What's the focus for me today? So I would advise doing it like that and choosing to, you know, um, <clears throat> it seems that maybe tarot has chosen you when you needed it or when there was, you know, hardship or, or things to go through there that typically that's when we choose it or that's when it chooses us. But now it seems that you need to have a conscious choice to choose tarot for yourself and what you want to do with it. So I would simply change the intention and and pull a daily card to see what what you need to protect yourself with or from or what intention you should give yourself or how you should carry on throughout your day. And that's why I maintain taking a photo of your spread for the day and making it your phone background so that you can focus on it throughout the day and and give it your own time and process and everything like that. But you actually take it with you. You know, you actually get a chance to process it throughout the day in that way. So, um, <clears throat> so yeah, I I basically just listen to the ebb and flow of it. But now that it's such a practice for me as a living, I make sure that I do read myself daily. I make sure that I stay in practice with it. Uh, but it's got to be a conscious choice. You don't feel connected to it. You don't have the drive to consult the cards. You don't have to. You can you can just flip it to see kind of an idea of an intention for the day. But it's just like working out. You don't always fucking want to do that. You don't always want to get out there and go for your run and work out and hurt your body. You don't want to always do that. Same kind of thing. You got to do it even when you don't want to and, and make it a priority for you, you know, if that's something that you want to do. But as far as coming it from a place of abundance versus lack, you can channel it that way. Just give it the direction of like you know, how can I pursue abundance today and see what it says? And if it's like, I don't know, like an inverted six of swords, it's like, well, face your shit head on. Don't run. Don't go away. Don't try to find a way through this. Face it head on. Any problems you meet, face them head on. And that should help your abundance. You know what I mean? So kind of look at it like that. Give it a different intention and spin, but make it choose your tarot and see how it chooses you back and how it rewards you for, for hanging out with an old friend instead of just when you need some shit, you know? But yeah, I really like that one. That's a great question, my dear. Consult the cards, right? Like the idea of consulting the cards, but it doesn't have to always be about guidance. Make sure that you are seeking spirit. Even when you're, even when you're happy, make sure that you're seeking spirit in a way of, of gratitude then. You know, what, what should I be grateful for today? That could be a great question too to ask the cards. Um, so yeah, amazing. So glad things are improving for you dramatically, but you know, let's use the improvement to kind of push our tarot forward and and see how we can, you know, manifest abundance today instead of like, what am I missing? What can I do to to push forward? How should I manifest today? And let that be something that speaks. I hope that helps, Mackenzie. Thank you again for the um for the very, very thoughtful question. Next, let's see here. Um, let's see. I'm so excited for you and me. <laughs> Thank you. I can't wait to enjoy your podcast and congratulations. Thank you so much. I, if you wouldn't mind, I would truly appreciate a five card reading. You can say it's for Juniper. 
Uh, I need to know if all the cons- if the all-consuming dream I have will come true or if I need to let it go. I just don't trust my intuition right now. The cards keep saying to be patient, hang in there. I will have the world soon, but sigh. Thanks in advance from Juniper. Of course, my dear. Of course. I think it's important to kind of get a reality check and see if you've got delusions of grandeur or what have you. So let's just go ahead and do it. Let's see where it's at. Here's your ASMR for the day. Or for the episode, I'm going to have to split this deck in half. These cards are so stiff that I haven't broken them in yet. So I'm going to have to shuffle shuffle them a couple times. All right. Very thick. Very thick. Very sturdy. I'm going to have to break these in a little bit. Very nice. All right, Juniper, let's see, my dear. Let's see what's going on with your dream today. All right, a nine of cups is present for you in the center. So you're very certain of your emotional self. You know what you want. You know how you feel about this. Yeah, this is a lucrative thing for you. The Ten of Pentacles smiles on this endeavor. Um, Seven of Swords energy is inverted for you. You need to unburden yourself from some things. It seems that you're holding on to some truths, perhaps, that don't belong to you, or you're being deceived, or other people are maybe dampening your dream because they don't believe in it, or it's taken too long, or whatever. Stop fucking listening to other people, honey bun. Um, the high priestess is here in your, in, your, in your spiritual spot down here at the bottom. So ideally, trusting your instincts is is really where it's at right now and then the seven of pentacles in your emotion spot absolutely so this is a great sign this is wonderful yeah this is this is right for you this is definitely the the all-consuming dream yeah you can have that you can have that but it seems that you're being held back by some uh destructive forces here you're being held back by some people that are manipulative and deceiving you and having you accept their responsibilities and their dreams and their things instead of your own they're kind of having you feel it seems like your dreams are stupid and not enough and and whatever that that's not true um seven of pentacles energy though in your emotion spot is is really about gratitude and making sure that you express some self-gratitude for having this dream for for trusting it for yourself and and knowing that it can be true for you and lucrative for you apparently a very successful kind of thing for you here as long as as long as you stay stay steadfast in how you feel about this thing. But again, that seven of swords is inverted, girl. You have to suss out some deception and unburden yourself from other people's truths and things. And it doesn't seem like there's even a whole lot of deception around you. It's you deceiving you. You know? That seems to be the thing. You deceiving you. This should be a victorious thing out of gratitude. And and you seem to have sussed out some deception, but you're holding on to responsibilities and things that don't belong to you. And that seems to be the thing that's holding you back. If you want this to be the thing, you got to prioritize it. You only get five priorities, right? We all know that. You only get five priorities, according to Madam Adam. So if if you've got more than five, you've got to clear something out in order to make this a priority for you. And if that means spending less time around certain people or pulling back from something, bitch, you got to do you. That's their problem, not yours. You owe it to yourself to do what's best for you and to follow your shit, follow your passion, make your priorities known for you and 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 have gratitude and that you have them, that you that you have dreams, you know how you feel, but your instincts are where it's at right now. Trust your instincts to get you where you want to be, but suss out this deception, girl. Figure out where you're overextending yourself a little bit here so that you can so that you can have 
have the strength to to continue to believe in this because I think that's what's lacking is you're being doubtful and that's the deception. But this is lucrative for you. This is a successful thing. Absolutely. You're just going to have to trust your instincts along the way. And no one can teach you about that. You have to learn that slowly as you go. So you're going to have to make some mistakes. But it seems that you might have already made some that you had to learn from. But uh, emotionally, it's about gratitude, my dear. You know very, very well how you feel. Let's fucking believe in it and act like you believe in it. Walk the walk, honey. Don't just talk the talk. That's a good one. Very nice. Very nice. I love this deck. I love this deck. So good. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Let's see what else we've got here. The next email... I just want to start out by saying how much I love and enjoy all of your content. Wherever I am, I make sure to scroll through my Instagram or my TikTok to see if you pop up. And every time you seem to pop up just when I need you the most to get that swift kick in the ass to get my shit together. Thank you, dear. God, I love how sweet you all are to me. My question is, how are things going to turn out for me and my children this year and continuing on? My husband and I split last year. I'm starting a new job this year. I'm terrified, but I'm excited. I'm struggling like I've never struggled before, just not financially, mentally, and physically as well, but we're making it. Wow. Wow. That's heavy. Lots of stuff going on for you. <clears throat> I will say um, a kind of year ahead is, is, is a little vague. But but let's see what we can do. Let's see what I can do for you, my dear. Let's see. Like I said, um, terrified but excited, struggling like you've never struggled before. Yeah, hardship mountain. It sounds like it sounds like we got five of pentacles energy happening here. So okay. Ooh, the hermit's inverted. Yes, you need to. You're done with the soul searching bit. You're done with trying to figure out your path through the darkness. You need to remember that you have a path and fucking take it. Um, the Queen of Wands, my dear. Yes, making moves in silence. That's really nice. King of Pentacles is inverted for you. Ooh, the Fool, the Zero. They have it as the Seeker. We like that a lot. And then the Ace of Cups here. So it looks like we've got moves in silence to be made. There's a new journey for you. Yeah, things seem to be very, very... Very positive for you. Very new, very fresh, um, emotionally beginning new things. Queen of Wands moves in silence. King of Pentacles inverted, though. Your boss might not like you or might have some kind of authoritative thumb over you or there might be some abrasion. King of Pentacles inverted could also be that, you know, you're not as, as much in charge as you think you are of things. And that's why there's a move in silence that can be made. Um, you might not be in a position to have aggressive authority, but you can definitely do what's best for you in silence. Um, but yeah, ultimately this, this looks like we're done with some, some soul searching, some, some back stuff. If you're, if you're repeating a kind of, you know, well, I feel like I'm still in recovery. I feel like I'm still growing and working on myself. You got to change that vernacular. You got to change the way you say that because you're manifesting a kind of work. You're manifesting a lifestyle of consistent growth instead of satisfaction. So, yeah, I, I would say, I mean, I see the struggle for sure. It's obvious, but it's a thing of the past. It's not present in the cards. It's over. The struggle is past. So let's, let's start agreeing to that. Let's start accepting that, that you're not the same as you were, that you've grown, that you're different, that you're not still working on it. You're succeeding at it. So Make some move in silence. Ace of Cups energy in your emotional spot. There's there's some new emotional beginnings for you. So new culture that can that can be created in the household. Um, 
yeah, there's some some new emotional beginnings. Let's let's change the culture at home. Let's let's begin some new things. That's also a potential relationship, of course. Um, it could be romantic. It could be platonic. It could be you know reconciling with family or something like that. But there is a new emotional beginning for you. Some love language. Some help. Um, starting the new job. Yeah, don't don't run in there with authority. That's not your place, it seems. You might need to learn some stuff. There might be some abrasion with people higher up than you. But this is a new passionate journey, and you seem to be ready to move forward. And if you're optimistic, you should follow that feeling because that's true for you. The optimism is is here. The optimism is here. It just feels foolish because the fool's journey is foolish for the fool because seeking knowledge is 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 like why would you want to know, you know? Ignorance is bliss, right? Like, why would you want to do self-discovery when, when that shows you your dark sides and shows you the struggle and the work that you're going through? But that's how you grow. That's how you learn. So ignorance is bliss is not the thing for you. It's, it's the knowledge that you have now and the, the fortitude to go forward with optimism for you and your kids. So ultimately, it looks like new beginnings. You have a new kind of passion for making moves in silence. You don't have to exude authority in your life. Just stay in your lane and do what you do. But this new beginning is very optimistic and it's going to be good for you as long as you don't isolate. Get out there. Stop isolating yourself. You're done enough soul searching. Um, it's time to show people who you are again. All right. Excellence. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Uh, my name is JP. Pull it and tell me, tell it like it is. That's what I so, that's what is so absolutely beautiful about you. The truth. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> sure thing, JP. We just want a random tell you like it is kind of reading, right? No, nothing specific. All right. I can do that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Lovely. All right. JP, that Seven of Swords inverted keeps coming back, doesn't it? You've sussed out deception in your life, it seems. We need to act like it. What else? Ooh, Seven of Wands upright. You're in a really good position, JP, to be standing up for yourself right now, to be asserting your passion for, for the people around you. Let's make it known. You're not nesting well right now, though. You need to be marrying your four corners, the earth, air, fire, water of you, that four of wands about marriage and nesting. So marrying your the, the, the four elemental things that make up you, your tangibility, your thoughts, your passions, and your emotions. All of those things need to be better blended together. You need to be nesting, going from the inside out, considering what you can control in that way. Inside out, right? Starting with the home. Then your page of pentacles is inverted. So it sounds like you probably have more priorities than you can fucking handle. And you really should reestablish those for yourself. But ultimately, you're not as optimistic as you should be about what you accomplish with your hands, my friend. The moon is inverted in your uh, emotion spot there. So... This state of mystery coming for you should not be debilitating. It shouldn't be negative. It's not, it's not Silent Hill. It's, it's just you've never been here before. So let's not be so protective. Let's not cling to the past. Let's not cling to other people that have been deceptive before. Therefore, everybody's deceptive. Nope. No, no, no. You just protect yourself with truth. That's all you have to do. So Seven of Wands energy, my friend, you're in a really good spot to be standing up for yourself right now in a passionate way. Other people can fucking suck it. Um, four of Wands energy is inverted. You're not nesting properly. You need to be marrying your four corners, the earth, air, fire, water of you, your tangibility, your mental state, your passions, and your emotions. Page of Pentacles, you're not optimistic about the gardening that you do and the, and the growth therein. A look back, perhaps, a reestablishing of the priorities 
And if you find yourself in a new place and you're scared, you're supposed to be here, my friend. It's Resident Evil. It's it's not foggy like that Silent Hill shit, but it is a little scary. And that kind of shows you that you're going in the right direction. If Dustin and I learned anything from horror games, follow the bad guys, you know? So yeah, that's for you, JP. I hope that that speaks and resonates for you. I hope that makes sense, helps you out a little bit. If not, fuck off, <laughs> right? Oh, Lord. Thank you guys again for doing this. I, I love, I love, love, love. I've got so many emails. Y'all don't even know. I have so many emails. These are so awesome. Some of them are, some of them are a little wild and I have to skip them, but, but thank you guys so much. Again, modernmagicalmeddling at gmail.com. All right. Hello, Madam Madam. I just saw your IG asking for volunteers to meddle in our lives. Well, why not come meddle in mine? I am 40, never been married and no babies. I've been married to my job and have enjoyed the work, but I'm ready for change. I've just recently put myself out to the dating scene as well, which is pretty slim pickings, like almost non-existent contenders. Help me manifest meeting some eligible partners. I'm not even talking about meeting the one. I just like a man here and there who would like to go on some adventures. Currently, I'm on a dating app. Where else should I look? Wishing you the best with your meddling and your new podcast. Thank you, 40-year-old singleton. This is cute. Very well spoken. Thank you, my dear. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Well, I'm glad that you're out there. Never been married. No babies. You're 40. Bitch, the world's your oyster. That's fab. Let's pull some shit. Let's see what we can make, uh, what we can come up with for you here. What we make of this. Um, yeah, very self-aware. You don't want the one. You just want someone to hang out with. Where should you look besides dating apps? I mean... Where, where, where are your hobbies? You know what I'm saying? Where, where, where are the things that you like to do? Where are the things that, that you enjoy? If you like reading, go to a library, go to a bookstore and see where you meet, see who you meet there. You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. Um, let's see. I want to pull cards about this one. Where should you meet people? Where should we meet people? Yes, in a passionate place for you. Ooh, somewhere where there's creation, somewhere where there's writing or speaking or literature, something like that. Um, we've got an Ace of Swords in your uh, in your emotion spot and a Two of Wands in your logic. Those are really good. This is you conducting your own energy. Honestly, you can't be the King of Cups about this though. You have to. You can't be the aggressor. You have to let people come to you. You have to choose yourself in a way that makes people want to choose you as well. So the world is up top for you. There's an ending and a, be and a new beginning here for you with closure. So, so you should have a lot of closure for the, the idea that you're that you're 40, unmarried, no babies, that you're comfortable in who you are, that you like yourself, and you just want somebody to spend time with. And really, if that's all you're looking for, if it's that simple. That change is up to you, my dear. Death is inverted in your center. So all the changes going forward are up to you. And this is not about death. It's about life. It's about living. It's about you getting out there. So I guess I would suggest, I met my husband in the true fashion, at the classic fashion at a fucking gay bar. Um, but, you know, that's where I worked. I was a go-go dancer and I worked dancing on a box and, and army boots and my underwear. So um, that's where we met, you know, but that was my that was my circle that was my that was my reality that was my job and that was my stuff and that's where he was so i i just think that online dating can be really tricky really taxing really hard there's a lot of deception there there's a lot of proof of things there's a lot of uh a lot of misguided shit and and it's and it's hard i can't imagine dating nowadays i'm so fortunate to be like 9 years almost 9 years into my relationship but 
Yeah, we didn't do it online. We did it in person. We, we met at the bar. We were we were introduced to each other by by a drag queen. Um, but but yeah, I would say where your hobbies are, where where these where things you care about are, be on the lookout. But also, don't be on the lookout. Let it come to you. And I know that sounds cliche, but. It's the truest shit that I've ever discovered. It always happened when I wasn't looking. I wasn't looking for Dustin. I was working on myself. I was a recovered addict at the time or recovering addict at the time. And um, was, was, I, got, I kept my job at the bar to test myself because, you know, people will come up to you and tip you and then also hand you a shot. So some guy came up to me and put a $5 bill in my underwear and then tried to hand me a shot. And I pushed it back to him and I said, no, thank you. I'm, I'm recovering. And they're like, why? Why would you, why would you work here then? Why would you, why would you want to still work here? Because I needed to be in control. I needed to be in control of my own recovery. I left rehab because it wasn't working for me. And it was a kind of court ordered thing, but it wasn't working. And, and I fell through the cracks in the system and I was kind of left on my own. And, and I isolated myself at a friend's house. And I'm so grateful for that, for that time that they allowed me to stay there um, and, and let me use their car and, and all of that. And I'm, I'm so, so grateful for that experience. And, and, if any of you guys are listening, thank you. Um, I know we haven't spoken about it or anything, but it really was a life-changing thing for me to be given the space to uh, figure out uh, my own method of recovery. But in doing that, I met Dustin, and I was working on myself, and and um, I'm just tell the fucking story. All right, so I was working at a gay bar. I was working at, as a go-go dancer, and every year um at bars that I worked at I did a annual production of Michael Jackson's Thriller where I was I did this for a few years uh I started doing this at a, at a club in Alabama that I worked at and um I've been around guys I've been around so um army brat you know so um yeah I was doing putting on my annual production of Thriller and I'm typically Michael Jackson and I have all the drag queens be zombies and I teach them all the dance and um, it's the actual choreography and not just a step touch kind of interpretation of it, but the real thing. So um, I needed more backup dancers and I was working that night and the house diva came up to me and she was like, I've met somebody that I think would be good for the backup background dancers. I've met some people um, and all of that. Uh, so... I was like, okay, cool, where is he? And she introduced me to Dustin, and he looked at me, and I looked at him, and we both were like, mm, mm -mm. who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like, we were both like, who is this bitch? He's a technically trained dancer, you know what I'm saying? He's a technically trained dancer, and I'm some bitch on a box, you know what I'm saying? He's gonna have a bias, he's gonna be like, this bitch, okay. So he came to rehearsal and and uh, was a little hesitant and probably uh, a little judgy, I'm sure, at, at whether or not this person is going to teach him actual choreography. And come to find out, he was kind of impressed that I that I broke down the actual dance and taught it to them. And then he asked me out to lunch and and took me. Uh, we went to Panera and then we went to a Spirit Halloween. And he scared the fuck out of me and a jump scared me. And that's when he decided that he liked me and he wanted to be with me because he scared me and all of that. So and we've been together ever since. But. I had to be very forward and be very clear that I have boundaries and I'm working on myself. And I think that it was, uh, or at least I believe that, that, you know, my working on me and the honesty therein gave him the room to be honest too. And I was like, these are my skeletons. These are the things in the closet that I've got to share. I just want you to know about them. So nobody kind of comes out of the woodwork and it's like, did you know this about Adam? Like, no, he knows. I, I told him everything. So, um, Back on your topic, my love, with this dating shit, go go where your hobbies are. You've got the world here. You're a new bitch, an ending, a new beginning with closure for you. You're very comfortable with who you are. You're to be queen of cups energy, be, be maternal to yourself, let it come to you, passive, two of wands energy. You conduct your own energy. 
Um, let it come to you. And Ace of Swords, make sure you're speaking clearly about what you want in terms of relationships. Um, I will say this also to anybody dating out there. Stop meeting strangers 50-50. Stop meeting strangers in the fucking middle. You don't know them. Give them 10%, then 20, then 30, then 40, then 50. Give them some FOMO about you. Make them want to come back for the next episode of your show. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop meeting strangers in the fucking middle. You don't know them. And then they take half of you and then decide whether or not they want to keep you. They're not giving you all of you, all of them. They're not doing that. Especially typically if they're men, they're not giving you all of them or even half of them. They're giving you just what they want to give you that day. So, so, you know, quit meeting strangers in the middle. But yeah, um, met Dustin at a bar doing Thriller. The show went great. We came back to rehearsal a couple days later and I started calling him Babe in front of people. And I moved him up because he's really talented. So I moved him up to be right behind me and I was calling him Babe and people were like, oh, is this your guy? Oh, you guys are dating now? And to, uh, to a lot of people, it was just another guy for you, Adam. He's just another one. And little did they know that it was so much more than just another guy for me. And Dustin would be a healer for me and someone that lets me be myself and supports my person and and who I want to be in my life and he could give a fuck less other than that he loves me so very fortunate for that so yeah it happens when you least expect it go out there go somewhere that you want to be and see who's there and see what kind of uh shit you you attract to you all right moving on Abigail here what's up girl Abigail here. Life's been quite a ride so far. Lots of cutting cords with abusers, stepping out on my own and creating a new way of seeing the world. Honestly, I'm super worn out. I'm 28 and struggling to create more ease and fulfillment in my life long term. I work part time, 40 plus hours a week as a nanny in NYC while trying to follow my passion singing opera. Okay, Christine Daye, get the fuck out of here. Could you meddle in my life and see if this is a keep pushing forward, some victories are near at hand situation, or is this a tower thing and I've got to fuck it up and build on a new foundation. Thank you so much. I love your energy and work, Abigail. Thank you, my love. Well, well, I adore your dream. I think that's fabulous. Um, you work a lot, girl. Of course you're tired. You work a lot. I would, I would pr prioritize that again for yourself and, and make sure, but, but let's see. Let's answer the question. Let's see what's going on. See what sense we can make of this for you. All right. Ooh, Queen of Swords energy. The knowledge that you have for this should be enough. You should let people come to you. You should let um, the standard that you set for things should be really, really, really obvious. The Hermit's inverted. Three of Cups energy. Two of Swords energy is inverted. Page of Swords is upright for you. So essentially, we need to start talking more clearly about what we want. We need to start saying some shit out loud so that you believe it's true. You are not going to be celebrated, it seems. These, this three of cups is inverted. It seems that there's a disconnect. If you, were to, if you were to be successful at your dream, the children that you care for would be bothered, obviously, because you wouldn't be around as much. So, so, there seems to be some dissonance between what you want and what's possible for you. What's possible for you is is to is is to be able to follow your dream and and live that, but you can't do both. So the hermit's inverted. You have a method of going through the hard times right now. You just have to remember that three of cups is inverted as well. 
You can't control how people respond to you wanting to live your dream. The Two of Swords is also inverted in your passion spot. Some of these decisions are not yours to make. You can't decide if people cast you or not. All you can do is continue to audition and do what you want to do and have passion for that. Page of Swords in your excuse me, and your emotion spot is really, it's its the vernacular. It's you being optimistic about how you speak and how you manifest verbally. So I want you to sing. I want you to sing for manifestation. I want you to sing operatically what you want. I want you to sing manifestation and, and see how that comes to you. Um, Queen of Swords, honey, it's not a problem until it's a problem. It's not an issue until your name is in someone else's mouth. Don't assume negatives. Don't assume that this is something swirling down the drain. I'm not getting keep pushing forward. I mean, yeah, keep pushing forward. Yeah. Victories are near at hand. I'm not getting that. I'm getting remember who the fuck you are. And if this is what you want to do, then that's all you need to remember is this is what you want to do. Um, and make it so for you believe in it in a way that you prioritize it. But if you don't have the space to make it a priority, you need to reestablish that you need to figure that out for you and, and, and move some space around, move some stuff 40 plus hours a week as a nanny. Right. But can you move that around. Can you go to an audition or are you not able to because of the job? You need to speak up. You need to make it clear to the people that you're, that you're opairing, that you're nannying for, that you're sitting for, whatever you want to call it, that you, that you are pursuing a dream and you owe it to yourself to do that, you know? So yeah, I would say keep pushing forward. You have a method of doing this. The knowledge of what you want should be enough for you, but it's not something that you should go demand, you know? The knowledge and passion you have should be enough, but it's time to say some things out loud. Elevate yourself with your voice, literally, figuratively, manifest, you know, manifest with your words. Hear the shit you say out loud hard and fast so that you can fix it, you know. Oh, I can't do that. Fix that. Yes, you can. All right. Very good, my dear. Lots of really good ones. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here's another good one. Okay. Intuition was very wrong. This one's kind of long. I think it's going to be the last one we do today. This one's kind of long. Let's read through it. Hi, Madam Adam. I was wondering if this has happened to you or one of your listeners during a spiritual awakening. Since June, I was certain that my life would, be, would all of a sudden be moving in a completely different direction. Without being so specific, I knew that I would be breaking up with my partner by the end of the year, not my desired plans at all, and dating someone I knew but of course don't know too well who lives far away. On the surface, it seemed very unlikely, but the feeling was so intense that I convinced myself it was my truth. I pushed it down and told no one about it because I had no plans on leaving my current partner, yet countless validation from Tarot. I'm learning with you and Jackie's help. Oh, I'm awesome. Welcome welcome to the classes. Thanks for coming. Um, spirit guides and my pendulum uh, with clear, unwavering answers kept occurring with absolutely no deviation. I was certain down to my core. Fast forward to September, I had no choice but I had no choice but to leave my ex for good due to this addiction, due to his addiction and emotional abuse. Wow. It was, and still is, one of the most painful experiences of my life. I dove headfirst into hermit mode. I've been healing for many months now with self-care practices, therapy, and shadow work. I was feeling like I was in a good headspace, taking the time needed for me and not distracting myself with the new partner, even though I knew it was on the horizon. Knew was in quotes. They could sense it. I found out on 2-22-22, ironically, that it's not happening. They found love and are happy. Please know that I'm very happy for them and hold no ill feelings at all. Good for you, bitch. Unfortunately, I was so convinced of my truth that 
this turn of events has left me sad, convinced and completely doubting myself and my spiritual journey. I'm fine with being on my own and not looking to date at all. I'm very aware of how much healing I need to do, so I never repeat the same mistakes I let myself make for the past seven years with my ex. But why? Why would I convince myself of this story? How was I able to self-sabotage my own intuition? Most importantly, how can I learn to trust myself again? Thank you for your time and consideration of my inquiry. You have helped me change my thinking over the past year with your affirmations and no bullshit approach to life and its many lessons. Whether you respond to this or not, I'm forever grateful to you. Well, Robin, here's your chance, bitch. Here we fucking go. So I don't need to read cards on this. We're just going to talk about it. We're just going to talk about it. Listen. You know that's your, still your truth, right? That was still true for you. That was still your truth. The feeling that you had, the messages that you got, all true for you. All true. How could I fall for this story? There's no story. How could I let this happen? Honey, you forgot a basic rule when it comes to truth. Your truth does not reflect someone else's. Just because you have your truth and that is true for you, that doesn't mean that that's true for that person as well. You know, that doesn't mean that you're wrong. You're not wrong. You were not wrong. That was something that would happen. That was something on the horizon. However, it seems that this person had different truths and took different paths. And unfortunately, you cannot control that. So why? Because that was the truth for you, honey. It still was. The truth was that you needed to get out of that relationship for one reason or another. And that was the thing that did that for you. Why would you convince yourself of that story? You didn't. That was your truth. And you just were missing the fact that that might not have been their truth as well. You assumed. And you know what happens when you assume. You make an ass out of you and me, right? So... Um, how were you able to self-sabotage your own intuition? You did not self-sabotage your own intuition. You were right. Those were your truths. You are happy for that person. You are happy where you're at. All of that. So how can you learn to trust yourself again? You acknowledge that that was the truth for you, but no one has to agree with your truth. No one has to go along with it. No one has to love you in return. No one has to help you. No one has to give you a goddamn thing. Unconditional love is for parents to children and nobody else. Love should be conditional. And the condition of your love is choice. And if someone doesn't choose you, then you don't choose them. And it's very obvious in that way. And as I understand, you have no ill will, blah, blah, blah. But the question here is why? How did this happen? How did I deceive myself? How was I able to sabotage myself? How do I trust myself again? You understand that you were not deceived. That was your truth, not theirs. Their truth was something else. And whether or not they make that known to you is beyond your control. So to trust yourself again, continue to know that your emotions are your truth, valid, accurate for you, but no one else's fucking problem. No one has to agree. My truths are not your truths, but both of our truths are true. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that that's helpful. I hope that that's, I don't know, beneficial in some way. Um, but yeah. Good chats today, guys. Really, really, really good chats. Great questions from you all. Once again, if you would like to, to write in for uh, a question or a topic for the podcast, modernmagicalmeddling at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much again for all of the, the fabulous emails and chats. I will see you guys on the Monday Night Live. Make sure you take care of yourself, unclench your jaw, and as always, fuck it up.